You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 78. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. This one, you're going to want to turn up the volume. This is one that you're going to want to listen with your friends, but you don't have to, but you might want to. Put on your earbuds. This is going to be a great one to go on a walk, do a workout, and grab something good to drink. And I don't mean alcohol. I mean like water, coffee, or tea. And let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by our Orisha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Take this short quiz and find out. This is for anyone who is interested and or into the Orisha Traditions. Find out what is your style and how you can work your style as you are immersing yourself into our traditions. It's good to know where you are so that you know your challenges and your strengths to Know what you need to know to help you get there faster and with less bumps and scrapes on the road. Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and click on the button that says quiz right in the middle. Take that quiz. It takes a few minutes. Watch the video. Afterwards, it will tell you where you fall. It's very exciting. Take it, be honest, just answer the few questions honestly, and enjoy your journey. Now, this episode is, I have to tell you, this episode, <laughs> I have been so nervous about this episode now for weeks, for weeks, because this episode has a guest, and this guest we are going to talk about from faith to knowing. With that, I will introduce him, and we're going to get started. I would like to welcome Dr. G. Wayne to the podcast, to be back on the podcast, and he has so graciously accepted to come back and chat with us about faith. Are you there, Dr. Jackson? Oh, I'm so excited. I know most of you may know who he is, but for those of you who know who do not and you're new to the podcast, please. Tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? What's going on with you? How do you mesh in our Orisha traditions? All that good stuff. Who am I? That's a very good question. I know that I'm a beautiful reflection of the creator's love. Oh, love and it. I'm a multifaceted and multi-layered person who wears many, many different hats to many, many different people. But if you get to the crux and the core of it, I'm just a person 
who has a love for the spirit world and who has a love for humanity. Um, and it shows in the various things that I'm involved in. And um, I just want to be a shining example of positivity in a world that does not have as much positivity as it should. Um, so uh, how do I invest in this community? Um, I am a piece of Oshun. Yes, with my godfather, um, Jose Merced and Suri Santana. Um, I'm here in the Dallas, Texas area um, with just an absolutely amazing um, group of people here that um, have also a love for um, everything Arisha as well as life because we're, we're not here to just be, you know, part, just partakers, but we're here to actually do the work that makes life good for us as well. Yes, absolutely. Also, I wanted to what I've because I called you doctor. What kind of doctor are you? Because we're going to go into a couple of things because your perspective I respect and admire because I know that you and I have spoken before. And sometimes I'll tell you, I need your doctor hat on. <laughs> yes. I need your priest hat on for this one. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so I um, got my undergrad at the University of Michigan, um, and I, I did that in, in political science, but I picked up a minor in psychology. Um, then I went on to get my first master's degree, which was in finance, but there was something about psychology that, that drew me back, so I went and got a second master's degree in psychology, and then from there I went to my doctorate program, and I got my PhD in psychology, and then I went back for a second doctorate to get licensed. Um, so I didn't finish the dissertation on that one because I, I wasn't able to um, to work with mental health patients. So I just kind of got everything but the dissertation on the second one. So I am a PhD in psychology almost two times over. Awesome. Do I have? Hold on. I do have it. Watch. Watch. I'm going to play with my new toys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at some point I was going to use some of these. <laughs> the reason why I asked you to come into the podcast is because he did not mention, because he is this, that he is, that he is also a podcaster. He has a podcast called Lessons in the Key of Life. And yeah. it says there, G. Wayne skillfully takes introspection of life's experiences and transparently gives his listeners insights to those lessons that life has taught him. Lessons to help you. As you mm -hmm. know, I am a fan. Oh, and I'm a fan of yours. I'm a fan. However, yeah. Let's talk about the reason why you're here. So you sent out a message. Hey, yeah, the new episode is out. And the episode, by the way, came out on January 16th, 2022 this year. It's called This Thing Called Faith. So for all of you, I really do invite you to search for it in whatever Google Play, in iTunes, in Podbean, in wherever you want, and follow. And listen. It's all extremely relatable. However, I had a problem with this one. <laughs> I had a big problem with this one. This one gave me, gosh, a lot to think about. And the problem was, is that I wasn't expecting it to do what it did to me. 
I expected for me to enjoy it the way I normally enjoy your podcasts, right? But something happened. So before we get into what the heck happened with this episode, what inspired you to create this episode? Would you share that with us? Sure. Um, I try to give content that is going to be uplifting to people. That's going to give people maybe a different perspective Mm -hmm. from something, whatever it is. I could be talking about divorce or forgiveness or Mm -hmm. a a whole gamut of topics that I talk about. Mm -hmm. And I kind of come at it from just me, how I kind of work through a situation, how I think about it. But this episode was um, supposed to be um, my last episode for 2021. But I couldn't get it together. I couldn't get it together. I would sit down and, and, and it was so much going through my head. Mm-hmm. So I just had a moment and said, you know what? Let me stop. Let me think about this. Let me think about what is the purpose of doing this, this episode and kind of what do I want to get out? And what I was doing was thinking about how, how was my 2021, you know, kind of just go back and do a, mm-hmm. a retro a introspective look at 2021. And then find out the things I did good, find out the things I didn't do so good at, find out the things I completely bombed, and then move that into 2022 um, so that I can set up this year, 2022, to be a better year than 2021 was. And for me, 2021 was a fairly decent year. I, you know, I don't have much complaints because I've grown. I've, I've, I've learned a lot um, through that time. So that's how I started. I started just thinking about what went on, what happened. And then what really came back to me was everybody always says when I need a smile or when I need to hear an uplifting thing, you're always there. You know, you've always been there. You call, you say, how are you doing? Whatever the case may be. And I thought about that. I said, yeah, I'm bringing this to a lot of people. I said, but most people do not know that I've had a tremendous amount of medical problems, medical issues throughout the entirety of last year. Um, and most of the time when I was doing my podcast or, um, you know, doing a video or something on Facebook, or whatever, a lot of people didn't know I was in a lot of pain. I was, I was, you know, working through some stuff that I, but I just did not let it show. And so that's what stuck with me. And then I talked to us, well, how did you get through all of that? You know, cause I remember in the snowstorm of last year here in Dallas, I spent four days in the bed. I, I could not move. Um, and, and then on the fourth day, my friend was like, you have to go to the doctor. I remember passing out, going down the stairs because the pain was too bad and opening my eyes to see paramedics and everything standing above me. That's how my year started. You shared that and that just gave me a visual and I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, So that's why I was just like, you know what? Maybe maybe that's the the starting point because now I can move, you know, and how did you get through that? And and hey, you got through the thing called faith. And then it came out something completely... um, mind-blowing at least for me and a lot of other people because the feedback on it has been has been so phenomenal um it's been it's been very humbling um to to be able to speak to the listeners and things like that and hear and and i answer everybody's emails and everybody's messages personally so it's been very 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 good for me to hear it it's very very been very humbling that if i can go through what i go through and it's going to help somebody else then it's worth going through it absolutely although it kind of stings when you're going through crap it just does <laughs> not feel good. No, not at all. But, you know, it, it, it gives a purpose. And, and that's, that's the whole point that it yeah. makes everything bearable when there's a good, or when there's a positive, something that comes out of it. And whether, whether we look at something as being positive or negative, at the end of the day, 
you're learning a lesson through something. And that's always positive. Now, we are going to start talking about faith in the beginning. When, Mm -hmm. okay, so I'm coming from a Seventh-day Adventist background. You're a son of a preacher and you've, you're, what is your Christianity background? Oh. Quick. Well, I was a, pre- I was a minister for 22 years yeah. in the Christian church. Um, started when I was 16. Um, but my life, um, my life in general has been rooted and, and, and founded in the church, um, since two, two years old. So, that was all I knew. Um, you, you know, we talked about that in the tribe podcast as well. Um, that was a challenging yeah. situation too. So my life, my world, everything was church. So, um, okay. that's how I got through hard times and everything was, was through my, my faith, my, my faith in the church in God. All right. So you will understand what I'm about to say. What, since you are there. So I was born in the church, right? Not physically mm-hmm. in the church. I mean that I was in the religion, <laughs> just in case. And I was not born in a church. Um, but I was born into the religion. And everything you are taught is you have to have faith. Yeah. You're taught that if you go to God, go humbly. Mm-hmm. If it is his will, he will grant you what you prayed about. And if it's mm-hmm. not, oh, well, it wasn't his will. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Now, Unfortunately, because of your podcast, (laughs) (laughs) you messed it up for me. And because you start with a level of uncertainty if you approach prayer that way. Mm -hmm. And I never saw it that way. And honestly, even being in these Orisha traditions, I never saw it that way either. I mm-hmm. saw you're supposed to have faith. If they can, if they want, they'll give it to you. And if not, oh, well, right? Okay. But the difference of what happened with your podcast, and I know I'm like totally like stretching out the, the rubber band. <laughs> it messed me up so bad that... For one, I had a headache for at least two days and not a bad headache, not a migraine. But you know when you, you, you learn or you, you have an epiphany or something blows your mind, like it literally like your brain feels like it's going to burst? That's mm-hmm. what happened to me, my friend. All your fault. (laughs) So in this podcast, he talks about faith. He talks about, you know, going into the beginning of, you know, what happened in 2021 and some of the challenges. He had to let go of some things that didn't serve him. Friends who were not there and, you know, create new relationships. And he kind of started reviewing what he had learned to the year. And then he started talking about faith. I remember where I was when I heard this. I was driving. and. Yeah, I was driving. And 15 minutes into the episode, you said this. We ready? Okay. There's a Bible passage which says something like, or something to the effect of, if you have the faith as of the size of a grain of mustard seed, you can move mountains. Well, what does that mean in now terms? If I'm going through something or asking for something and I pray about it, 
and put something into action, when I see it come to fruition, I no longer have to have faith in that thing again. Why? Because you don't have faith in things for which you know works. You move from faith to knowledge and experience. Faith is the vehicle that gets you to the results of the things that you set in motion. Okay, my friend. After that, I didn't hear a word you had to say. It was all womp, 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 womp. It was Charlie Brown all the way. I had no clue. I had to re-listen to the episode twice because the second time I listened to it, now I couldn't find what it was that blew my mind. And then I had to now pay attention to the rest of it because I had no idea what you had said. So here's what I got. What I got is when you know, when this is literally what I heard, which remember I called you the episode, your episode wasn't even done. And I was already calling you basically if you've seen the power of Arisha already, you know it's possible and it's coming. So why do we go with such uncertainty masked as something called faith? And I've shared that I'm going through a very difficult time. I have been for a while. And it has absolutely changed the essence of my being, I have had some really, really big lows. And at one of those, um, somebody told me, you know, you got to go to the powers that be. I said, oh, I will go to this Arisha and I'm going to go pray. And when I would go to pray, right, I would Mm go, Arisha this, why is this happening to me? Where are you? This is what's happening. How could you let this happen to me? And I would do all the Arikis that I knew. And then I would talk and I'm like, where are you? Why aren't you here? Why have you let this happen to me? Mm -hmm. One of your daughters. I've pretty much done everything that I could. Why? And then your podcast happened. (laughs) I did not know how long my prayer cycle was going to be. The very next day, prayer cycle was over. When I went to Arisha, I did the same thing. All the prayers, Mama Juba, you know, Omitutu, all that stuff, ring rattles, all that good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. When I was done with with this Arisha's Orikis and all the stuff that needs, you know, the the prep stuff. I call it the Mm -hmm. priest prep stuff. Now it's my turn to talk. And I said, I know that you've seen me here. I know you've heard me. I know you got this. You will do this the best way you know how. I've seen your power. I know you got me. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry that I did not believe when I first sat down here to pray. Wow. And um, I didn't want to get emotional, but here, here we go. But it was so powerful because we start with this uncertainty Mm-hmm. And all throughout life, faith that a magical being called Jesus or whoever is going to, if he deems you worthy, is going to answer your prayer. Mm-hmm. But this is different, isn't it? Very different. Yeah. We have seen stuff. 
And now, before we tackle, because faith is such a big thing, but now you've totally changed how I look at faith, which is why when I called you, I said, dang it. Now, if I really like you and you ask me if I have faith in the Orishas, my answer is going to be no. Mm -hmm. I don't have faith. And they're going to look at me like, oh, and they're going to clutch their leckers and they're going to be like sacrilege. Mm -hmm. But it's not that I don't believe in them. It's because I believe that I don't have faith because I know. Right. That was so powerful. And I'm telling you this and all my little hairs are doing crazy things in my arms and your podcast was that bit was what I needed to hear because that's it. It's a done deal. But let's break it down from the faith that we were taught to mm-hmm. this, to your perspectives. Let's kind of chat about it. How, okay. what, what do you define as faith? Oops, sorry. Hit the mic. There we go. Excitement. <laughs> So my definition of faith has kind of shifted and changed as my spirituality and my walk has grown. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, we always used to hear them say, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, you know, the, the familiar pa- passage in Hebrew. And then you also heard, you know, the grain of a mustard seed that you can move mountains and things like that. So as, 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 a, as a baby in, in religion, I, I thought that faith was just, me having the belief that something was possible. I don't know how it's possible. I don't know if I'm going to get it. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know where it's going to happen. I don't know at at whose hands it's going to happen. But it's something that I just believe in, that I can put my intention on, that whatever it is, something's going to happen. So it's very much um, kind of open, kind of loose, Mm -hmm. kind of not very much substance to it. Mm-hmm. But they said it in church so many times that I had to, I had to believe in something. That's but right. I, I liken it now as when I knock on the door, and we'll, we'll, use, we'll use Orisha for, for, for um, this purpose. When I knock on the door to Ocha, that's the faith part. I don't know anything about the Orisha. I don't know anything about, and you can fill in whatever blank for whatever deity, mm-hmm. whatever traditions that you have. But I'm going to believe that there's something there and that they're going to have some form of power, some form of influence, some form of something to get me what it is that I need and or change whatever circumstance or situation that I'm in. That's how I faith right now. You see, it has evolved. It's not. So I, I wrote down as you were talking. So you're having faith. It's like in things not seen. Believe that something is possible. You don't know how. It could happen. We don't know if it, it's it's just out there. It's open. And right. I feel that that belief is what I was raised in as well. Mm-hmm. And it kind of left all the power to an unseen force. Correct. And I'm not saying that you should like not believe in an unseen force. Okay. I I did not say that. I'm just saying that's leaving all the control and all the power to an unseen force. Now Mm -hmm. in your episode, you say, you know, that you, you, you have to kind of put your work into it and you have to do things like it's not. So for me personally, I had to go to Orisha, but I could not just go and pray and boohoo. Although I Mm -hmm. did do that. The work has to be done along with it. 
It's almost right. like you have to put in some of the labor and then they put in the rest of the labor. But it may mm-hmm. not be exactly what you want, but the labor is there. Something is going right. to happen. Mm-hmm. So I was sharing with somebody earlier today that, and this is, and this is kind of where I'm, I'm fitting in what you're saying about the work part is if you can, you can go to any bookstore, you can go to, uh, to the internet, you can find the main Orishas, you can find the main Loa, you can find the main um, angels, the main saints, you know, so this tradition, we're going to make this, you know, kind of a blanket here, but you can go and find the powers that be for whatever tradition that you have, right? Mm-hmm. So looking at, so let's talk about Orisha. Looking at Eligua, you know, Eligua opens doors, Eligua does this, Eligua does that. Yamaya does this, you know, does that. So Shun is over the rivers, over, you know, so you know kind of that blanket, mm-hmm. what to do. So the work that you would have to do to move from faith to knowing and to knowledge is you have to know what energetic you have to go to to get what you want to get or what you need. Because you're not going to go to Ogun and say, Ogun, I want a baby. He might. Ogun, he might if if, if, he if might. surgery is involved. <laughs> if so, yes. But, but I know what you're trying to say. Like the blanket go would be Yemaya right. Oshun and sometimes Oya. Those would mm-hmm. be your go-to. Right. Okay. And just like you're not going to go to Oshun and say, Oshun, Morieo, I need an AK-47 to fight this war. <laughs> you know, that's just not the proper usage and the proper connection of that energetic to what you need. So the work that you have to do is you have to learn that which you're asking for, that which you're looking for, to find out what is it that this, these entities, these energetics, what do they do? What is their area of expertise? Because you would not go to your dermatologist and say, my heart is having an issue. You would need to go to a cardiologist. Correct. So the work that you're doing and taking from faith to knowledge is identifying. I have faith that I know they can do something. Yes, we know that. But what do I need to do? How do I need to go to get to that place? To get to the right, 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 right vehicle that's going to take me where I need to get to. Correct. I think that our traditions, ATR traditions, different traditions, not so much Christianity, because Christianity has one or three, depending on which one you're at, that does it all. Like we mm-hmm. have, um, I guess, concise energies for different things that we can kind of go on. Now, but actually, actually, they, no, they do. There's different. There's different aspects of God. Like you have Jehovah Jireh is the provider person. You have Jehovah Peace, the one that brings you peace. There, you know, there's Jehovah Not Shalom, in all religions, so that depends. That's why I said it's one, a blanket. If, yeah. If you kind of are into that and if you're into that knowledge. But that's how you tap into those specific energetics to Got get it. what you need. Okay. So we've already started to go into this, uh, this, this topic of going from faith to knowing. So mm-hmm. before we kind of go into that what if you're talking we're going to talk in it doesn't matter which context but in in the orisha context right we have a lot of new people who are learning about the orishas and they want to be involved they don't Mm -hmm. know anybody they probably have you know a hundred facebook groups and a bunch of tiktok places to go to but they don't know anybody right Mm -hmm. and you're telling them yeah, have faith in Elagba. Have faith in Obatala. Olodumar is the bomb. How, what, what do you tell them when they've never seen 
or so they perceive that they have never seen the power of Orisha in their lives? How do they have faith in something that they perceptively, they just are not connected to quite yet? They want to, Mm -hmm. but not quite there. Well, we live in a world that has, um, that has been impacted and is impacted every day, every moment of the day by the Orisha. Mm -hmm. You have to learn and understand what it is that you're looking at. Now, if I'm walking down the street and I see an elderly man or elderly woman with gray hair, I'm going to say because I'm thanking him for the wisdom that and the knowledge this person has experienced because the outside um, exterior of them is showing me the wisdom and knowledge in the white hair or in maybe elderly. If I see a pregnant woman, I'm going to be thanking Yemaya and Oshun for the gift of life that rests within that woman's um, belly. You know, so it's, it's those very things that, again, you're going to have to put in the work to understand which energetic works in which side. You know, if I'm seeing a train, if I'm at a crossroad, you know, what does that mean? So you have to be able to, to, to learn, not learn, to so teach yourself how to see Orisha in everything. That is Because awesome. if you can see Orisha in everything, you can see God in the world. That is awesome. I'm, I literally couldn't even finish writing it. Teach yourself to see, I'm literally writing it down, Orisha in everything. And I know that you and I, as we were planning this episode, we were talking about it. And for those of you who say, well, I don't have any experience with Orisha, that's one way. But um, we can add to it things that if without them, we cannot live with. Let's take a deep breath. Can't, can't live without Oya and that air. Oya, that's right. Did you drink water this morning? Most of us do. Did you have put water in your coffee? Thank you, Yemaya. Do you know that that ground that you're walking on, every day, you know that you ate something? Again, you like vegetables, you like fruits, you like your little fruit smoothie or whatever. Thank you again, Orisha Oko. Oh my God, you love that tea. You love your coffee. Thank you, Asain. He's the dude. That's the dude. And, oh, your house protected you, your apartment, it kept out all the creeps. You know, thank you, Eshu. Thank you, Ogun. Thank you, Chosi, for protecting my home. So I think that what you said was important. How do you start having faith? You need to start doing the legwork. The work, yeah. The work to figure out how everything, because everything is related to you. So when we, I would love for us to trade stories because I told you some stories. Mm -hmm. This episode, man, you messed up all my religious beliefs. (laughs) (laughs) You, You messed me up. I hope you know. And in the best possible way. I couldn't stop talking about your episode to whoever would listen. And if they had ears, I'm like, you have to listen to it because it is freaking awesome and it blew my mind now i need to get a blowing up sound because i don't have one (laughs) so i can do that and i'm going to put it for you so we're going to go back to which is very real and very personal y'all 
oh my God, I'm in the South. I said, y'all. You um, said, yo. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Arisha for, for a long time. It was definitely more than a week or so. I think it was going on two weeks. I don't even know. It, it wasn't a date. I wasn't ready. And I didn't think that they were hearing me. And I'm like, how is this going to happen? And mind you, I'm a priest, right? I did this almost 11 years ago. And I'm like, I'm not being heard. Like, what's going on? Am I that horrible that you that you can't hear me? I seriously went there with that. I did. With tears, not the whole thing. And after hearing this, I literally sat there and I thought, but I have seen the power of Orisha. Mm-hmm. Gosh, more than once. And I'm not just talking about the air and the clouds and the birds and the animals. I'm not just talking about that. I have seen it. I've seen it in ways that I didn't think were possible. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I spoke about this. I'm sitting on it. I never thought I would have a home, like a house. Mm-hmm. I never did. We didn't even have the money for a house. But Arisha said it was going to happen that year. <laughs> I laughed it off. I'm sorry, Bob. I like, but I did. I just had no idea. I'm like, yeah, this ain't going to happen. And I didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. But he said, yeah, it's going to happen. So, yeah. And in two months, not only did we have a brand new home, I had to move, you know, to relocate. And all of it was done. That is some serious power. And Indeed. that is just some serious stuff. And I never, ever thought that that would happen to me. And that's just one. So, I want to go over examples because I know that you got examples of, at least I mean, I know you do, but when people go to the Orishas, to God, to the Virgin of the Lamps, I have a lamp in front of me, <laughs> the Virgin of the Lamps, um, you go hoping for something. Mm-hmm. What may come out is different. And then what I've heard people say is, but that's how my faith wavered because I didn't get X. And Mm -hmm. X may not have been what is there for you, but you were heard. You did get a result, Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't X. You wanted X. Would you like to share something? And please get into this because this, I think this is where we're going to begin to unpack faith. Like you come in with some type of uncertainty. I Mm -hmm. went as a priestess, yeah, priestess of many years. Please, why aren't you hearing me? Please, 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 can't you see that this is happening to me? Please, Mm -hmm. help me. Why haven't you helped me? This is what's going on. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Please, please, look, you see? So Mm -hmm. I went in there uncertain already. And basically, my prayer, I'm just surprised it was heard. I'm just saying. Because it was Mm -hmm. so, with lack of certainty, power in the belief that they got me. So, why don't we share somewhere that you started not knowing anything at all. And then, maybe another experience where now, shoot, you know. Like, the confidence (laughs) is there, like, 
artist. Oh, yeah. So I, I want to say like very early on, I would say probably in uh, 2017-ish time, um, I would go to my, my godfather's house. And I would always go, um, I would never go there, excuse me, with empty hands. So I was always bringing Oya because my, my godfather's kind of Oya. And so for me, the only thing I knew about this tradition was Oya. That, that she was this tradition for me. I didn't know anything else. I didn't know about Oshun. I vaguely knew about Yamaya because um, I had to do something, you know, to get me back here um, for that. Um, but I didn't know. I, I didn't even know Edegua, you know, so... It was, it was, oh yeah, that was my life. So I would come there and I would always bring her something. And my godfather, it would never fail. I would knock on the door or tell him I'm coming and I'm, I have a basket and it's full of stuff. And he's just like, you read a lot, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you so, bring a goodie bag over. I love it. Time. So and I would go. Now, this may differ from house to house, but in our house, when we go and we're talking to Oya, Padrino's not there. He doesn't come and listen to you. He don't tell you to pray out loud so he can hear what you have to say. You get what I'm saying? So I go to the back room, you know, I bring the stuff and I'm on the floor and I'm shaking the rattle and I'm praying, you know, I'm talking. And, and, no, and that's for just, priests only, by the way. And for you guys. For, for you guys. But for us, it was, it was okay. And so I'm, you know, doing it. So my, my godfather, he would be close enough to the room that he could hear the rattle stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he knew he had to run in and come and lift you. Mm-hmm. And I would pray, and I would pray, and I would pray. And I would pray, and I would pray. And, I, and most of the time, I would say 95% of the time when I go to pray, period, it's never for me. It's for other people, for people that are close to me. Mom, this person is going through this, and blah, 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 blah. And, I, you know, and that, that's just me. And so I was praying for the longest time, because remember, this was new. I haven't even been to an, uh, I haven't been to an event. I haven't been to a drumming. I haven't been to anything. Just I've been to my godfather's house. That's the only thing I knew. Mm-hmm. And I remember one prayer specifically. I said, oh, yeah, I know you don't know me. I know I don't know you. I said, I just want to see you. What do you look like? You know, what are the things that you do? You know, and, and I was just, it was just that curiosity, that very sincerity that I, that I come. I was like, I know I come to the house all the time. I bring you stuff, but I never seen you, you know? And I said, so if, if you can grant anything for me, just let me know who you are. That's awesome. And well, maybe a month later or whatever, I get a text and God says, hey, there's a drumming, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to come? And I was like, yes. You I'm know? there. I'm <laughs> yes, still I'm there. there. And so the drumming was going on. And this, we're talking about the faith part moving into that, right? Mm-hmm. And so the should start coming down. And then um, my, my Jabonis is... Um, you know, Oya's down. I said, what? You know, I was so excited. He's like, do you want to go meet her? I was like, of course. You know? And so they take me to this room, you know, because there was like, guess where they changed the people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the door opened. And this priest mounted with Oya stands in the door with her hands on the hips and said, you've talked to me and you prayed to me and you've asked me what I look like. Well, here I am. That's awesome. And I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. I think, okay, what I'm hearing is you went there with 
I wrote it down, curiosity and sincerity. But the faith was that you were hoping she would hear, you kind of knew, but you didn't quite know, and but you went there with curiosity and sincerity. I think that's mm-hmm. part of the faith aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, and the faith, like, okay, well, you know, I don't know if you hear me, I don't know who you are, but yeah. this is what he says you are, and so I'm going to believe what he says because mm-hmm. I don't have any personal experience. Mm-hmm. That's your faith right there. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't have that. I don't have it. But somebody told me something. Somebody had a story to tell me about you. Mm-hmm. Somebody did this. So I'm going to have faith in that which you've done with somebody else mm-hmm. and hope that in that somewhere you'll find a space or you'll you'll see that I'm, you you know, you'll stop doing whatever it is that you do in Arisha Land and maybe <laughs> hear what I hear me and, and little me and, and you may come and say hi. And that's it. I didn't need, you know, I just wanted to see. I didn't, I didn't even know what to expect. And to tell me the things that I prayed to her, almost verbatim, uh-huh. was, wait a minute. Okay. You heard me? So now, so what I'm just hearing, you went from faith to knowing with that action. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Because it was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This is, I, you and I had not spoken about this example, but Mm-mm. it is so fitting. I think even in your podcast, I did hear the rest of it eventually once I understood what words were again, <laughs> because <laughs> I couldn't, but you started from a place of hopefulness, um, belief in something possible mm-hmm. when you approached her. And then she approached you and told you what you had told her in confidence. Mm-hmm. Man, that's deep. Because that is the show of things unseen when they reveal mm-hmm. and they, they pop up. And now it's like you can never question that they're not real. Correct. I think... I, 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 I could have died that day and my life would have been complete and perfect. <laughs> no, then you wouldn't have made this episode and then we would have been dying and but, then I would have been crying. That's where I was. I mean, really. So like, I mean, I, in the church, you know, I pray, pray, pray. Yeah. But rarely did I ever hear somebody come back and tell me everything that I said. Agreed. That I, asked, I you agree. Know, so okay. Well, did you hear? Are you up there? You know, what? Hey, knock, knock, ring, ring, echo, echo. This, was like I sent a beacon out, it pinged Oya, and it came back to me. Agreed. I I think that this is one of the best examples. There's I I I, I haven't found an example that just goes from faith like that. But then again, it's all individual. I'm sorry. My dog is absolutely going berserk is probably somebody at the door. So I had an example. When people go from faith, they're hoping that they get X. Remember that I kind of alluded that they get X. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get X, oh my God, this sucks. It doesn't work. And, you know, they're not hearing me or whatever. And the wrong man. Oh. yeah, because you're having the, the, the worst approach ever. You're hoping for X, but you don't get X. Oh, man, I guess it doesn't work. So I'm going to tell you a story. 
So I was working on my job, same job that I have now, and I had to relocate. Remember the house move? Okay, this 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 one's going right along with it. So I had to relocate because the move was done so fast. The relocation was done so fast. Like it was mega fast. They wanted me down there in two weeks. I was able to stall for like a month and a half. I mean, it was just insane. I had Mm -hmm. to train somebody very, very quickly. And, um, you know, I left a lot of things undone. I didn't leave the company. I just left, you know, from one post to another. But I still loved my boss and I loved my peoples and it was very sad for me to leave. But a lot, I wasn't planning on going anywhere. Do you understand what I mean? Like mm-hmm. buying of a house and reload. That was just not what I was, that was not what I wanted to do. <laughs> I, trust me, I didn't want to go anywhere. And it was time for me to go. And so I left a lot of like, you know, administrative things not done. And I told him, I said, this is not done. This is not done. We had, you know, it was a laundry list of things, but it was going to keep him busy to, to learn the new partners and all that stuff. No problem. Right. Mm-hmm. What happened later as I'm, I'm in the office, I'm getting, Hey, did you see this? Did you hear that? He, the person that I trained and left behind was damaging my reputation that you didn't do this and you didn't do that. I'm like, of course I didn't. I was going to do it, but it, it I couldn't do it. I had to move. And my reputation was all over like the dirt. And so I try to handle it and, um, you know, let's talk about it, whatever. Everything seemed to be cool, but I kept hearing it from different sources. I've been in a company for more than 10 years. So, you know, or about 10 years, something like that. And, you know, you know, people, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need to go get a reading for this in my imagination, because I'm so sweet. I wanted him to fall down a stair and break his spine and a leg to go with it. Cause you know, mm-hmm. you needed to have double castings, you know, like a cast on your leg for like a long time, as well as your back. If maybe mm-hmm. you can mend it. Cause in my mind that would shut you up. Right. Right. And that was my ex, not ex-boyfriend. Okay. X, Y, Z. That was what I wanted. And, in the reading, it came out that Chang'o was going to help me. I had to do an ebo. And I was told, when you go to Chang'o, you have to pray. that You got to do this and you have to pray with certainty. Like, Baba, I'm your daughter. This is what's going on. Um, you said you would help me. You know, please manage. Because the way that it was told to me, Chang'o will take care of it. So there's nothing else for me to do. But I had to go do these prayers and I had to do this ebo. Okay. Remember what I said. Broken spine, broken leg. That would have been my vision of love. Well, I've had those those things things that I've wanted. Oh, my God. Heck, Swayze. So I'm going to tell you when, okay, this is why your episode is so strong. Because when things happen, you tend to forget the power that they have shown to you. And this is why I remembered this. I needed, uh, we were in battle mode, basically. And Chango said, I'll take care of you. And I did not believe the how he was going to do it. Because what I wanted was a broken spine and broken leg. Mm -hmm. This is what happened. No joke. In less than two weeks, he had found himself a new job and he was gone. Two Mm -hmm. weeks. One, two weeks. 
from the time of the Abo. Wow. Two weeks. I don't even think the Abo had started before the two weeks hit. So maybe I'll say from two weeks from that reading, it was done. And that's it. What, how he left was really interesting. By the way, he was drinking in the office. I heard they picked him up from the floor. They had to send him home. Like all kinds of stuff. Like he was slurring, all kinds of crazy stuff. So he left, not in the best way. And mm -hmm. I prayed to Chanko to save my reputation. That's what I needed. And this person was becoming a challenge. In two weeks, he found a better way so XYZ was not the way. Omileti's way could be very painful to you. Mm -hmm. Chango found a better way. Listen, so. aren't we thankful that it's not human, right, the human way, how we think about it? Mm -hmm. Because we would be doing a lot of damage to a lot of, <laughs> to a lot of people. You are telling me. Let me tell you. We, we could swap stories. <laughs> All the <laughs> thoughts. That By the way, people, you are not your thoughts. You yeah, are not your thoughts. I'm just going to put that in there um, because that is a very Christian point of view that you are what you think and you are not. Um, what makes the difference? I literally heard that this morning in a book that I'm reading. You are how you react to that thought. Yeah. So, yes, mm -hmm. I wanted his spine and leg. Remember, leg was important because for me, I saw the vision of him falling down a stair. <laughs> and it was very therapeutic. <laughs> like, this is going to be so cruel when he falls down the stairs. But this is different. I went to him for faith with my wish of, you know, bad things. But Arisha had something different and they have shown their power in a way that directly and quickly and efficiently affected my life. Mm -hmm. So why am I going to them basically groveling in a state of maybe, I don't know if it's going to happen. If you hear me, if you have a little bit of time, please, because they're there. We're breathing this air right now. We're making this possible. Um, that we have electronics and we have communications that we are able to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every time you pick up your cell phone, you better say my phone ogun. Because without him, you wouldn't be texting nobody. You wouldn't be playing no game. Right. So it's also important, I think it's also important, I think, because I hear this very often, that a lot of people are in fear of the Orisha because they feel or they've been taught that if you don't do this, this and this, they're going to punish you. And I think that is so, and, and this is just me talking here, I think that is so wrong because guess what? They give us advice. You go to a consultation, you get advice. Correct. You can take the advice or you can leave the advice. That's right. If you take the advice, whatever they're telling you to do, if you do it, then whatever happens, happens. You know, if you don't take the advice, whatever's going to still happen. It's not the Arisha that punishes us. It's, it's whatever that happens, that happens, you know, and we are conditioned, <clears throat> excuse me, we're conditioned to think that if we don't do this, they're going to get us. And it's that so that if, if you can get that out of your mind and now you can go to them respectfully and humbly and say X, Y, and Z, and you can speak to them from a state of, are we, where, did we move to knowledge yet or are we still in faith? We're moving into it. Okay. So, so go ahead. we're moving, talking to them in 
the aspect of the knowledge now, you're, you go there a completely different person. Agreed. And if you, if you don't have the Orisha in your home or whatever the case may be, if you go to the river, or if you go to the, to the ocean, if you, you go to the mountain, you go to the wherever, crossroads, wherever you want to go, and you can talk. You go and you, it, the conversation is different. The, the, the energetic that you have about you is different when you go based on knowledge. Agreed. As opposed to going by, oh, I think you can, or I've heard you can, I, you know, I've done this. In, in in my beginning of of this, it's been it was nothing short of mind blowing every time. I remember going to a consultation, and they said I was going to. It was a bad situation when I first came here um, at, at work. I was I had a boss who sabotaged me every way she could at every turn she could to the extent that even though she was on my interview panel, she told my staff that I didn't know human resources. And I lied on my resume. Okay? So I go to a consultation because I was having some difficulty. And then they prescribed whatever they prescribed. But the spirit said, you will graduate with your degree. You will buy a house. And then you will walk out from that job with your head hung, with your head held high, is what they said. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know where any of this is going to happen. But okay, because I'm not looking for no job. I got to do this degree. I got to finish this. And um, walking away, I said, well, you know, I try not to go there with my, you know, so I'm trying to think of this stuff literally. Yes. And then something said, just wait and see. If they want you to do what it is that you want, they're going to show you who they are so that I can believe in them, right? Yes. And I do not. They gave it to me in that specific order. I defended my dissertation on uh, November 11th of, the, of 20, whatever that year was. Mm-hmm. I closed on my house on December 8th. I walked into my new job December 25th. That's insane. Do you know how I walked into my new job on December 25th? I was talking to the very lady who put me down and said that I didn't know anything. This was my boss. And my phone binged. And I looked at my phone and it was an email. I looked at, I said, excuse me for just a second. I looked at the email because I noticed that it was from a different agency's email bank. And I was just like, well, why would I be getting an email from this? I I said, Mm -hmm. I never tried for anything. The email said, in front of the lady who said I didn't know HR, I know that you did not apply for this job, but we know what good job you did while you were in Chicago. As a result of us having this knowledge, we want to offer you this HR director position even though you haven't applied for the job in front of the lady who told my staff that I didn't know HR. And I said, this is so interesting. I said, here, read this. And I shoved it in her face. I said, they want me. uh, That was, that was, that was me. That was me being, being nasty. I said, they want me to take this job for human resources. And I didn't even apply for the job, but they know that I did the work. I said, I guess Houston's looking quite good right now. And I said, I guess I'll be taking that job. And I left that day with my head held high, and I was gone two weeks later. You know, it just blows my mind. And again, I go back. I go back to the beginning. I've been going through a really difficult time. And you forget that Orisha has humongous powers. Mm -hmm. Big. They affect our health. They affect 
where we step, they affect all kinds of things, but we have to put our part forward. And Mm -hmm. it is our choice if we want to listen to advice. And sometimes, so here's something, um, because I do know a little bit of this particular situation, not yours, but another one. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind that following your thread of do not fear Orisha, there are there to advise us, but you have to be open to listen. Mm -hmm. So you might think that it's a fleeting thought, right? Mm -hmm. It might not be. Maybe you should pay attention. You might think that, for example, oh, yeah, it's a coincidence. I saw this video pop up on my YouTube. It's Mm -hmm. a coincidence. Maybe not. Maybe they're working things on the other side and you should listen to what is being said because there's something that you might need to learn so that you can move from your prayer A to B. Mm -hmm. And if you're not open to listen, it doesn't matter how much faith you come in. It ain't going to work for you. And if it does, it's one of those flukes because it had to happen. <laughs> okay? It had to happen. And you have to not fear. And if you want to talk about fear, I come from Christianity where pretty much every day I was condemned to hell. Yeah, we're going to go to hell. We're going to go to hell. You too, Greg? Because I, <laughs> I, I was born in hell, basically. I- I don't even want to tell you what I've been telling people the last couple of weeks about. Oh, let me tell you, we we can we can swap stories. Those are those are my war stories. Oh mm-hmm. my god, it was like if you thought you know I had a crush on quite a few teenage heartthrobs. Remember Kirk Cameron and New Kids on the Block? Listen, I had mm-hmm. issues. Okay. Because it's called being a teenager. And Mm -hmm. my father would say, if you're looking at them with lust, you've already committed, um, what is it? Um, Mm -hmm. Adultery. No, I wasn't married. Um, What's the one when you're not married? Um, Fornication. So you've already fornicated, you're going to hell. And I'm like, what the F? And then, you know, me, I said, well, let me go ahead and go out and do it. And I'm like, no, but think about it. I'm 13. I don't even know what a penis really looks like. <laughs> God. Other than school books and I'm already fornicating and going to hell. That is a different type of fear. So mm-hmm. I, as part of the faith chat, please hear what Dr. Greg Jackson has said. Don't fear the Orishas. yes. There have been situations where they have been angry with you. I have seen some of them up close. I have had them because I wasn't doing something right. And usually when they're angry with you, it's because there's something in you and your behavior that you need to fix. Mm-hmm. Not That's because, oh, I'm going That's to punish them. Yeah, so your change of behavior, change of perception, change of attitude, that is actually the ebo. And... Man, I got stories on this. I've seen some stuff. I've been through some stuff. And it's all been once you change the behavior. And it's usually the Ebo is the start of Ebo, by the way, is spiritual work. So usually when you start your spiritual work, it's kind of like this, the jump start. It's like when you jump start your car, then you have to drive it. That you driving it and you putting gas into it, that's you doing the work. But you shouldn't fear them. 
because let's be honest, a lot of us are jerks and you're still breathing. Me included. Remember, I just wanted somebody to break a spine. <laughs> okay. And leg. Because spine wasn't enough. <laughs> and it's it's not my best moment, but I just want to share how human we are. Yes. And we're human and we have these thoughts. And there are times there's a particular person I have in my mind right now that I therapeutically, I would love to choke him right now and punch him a lot. <laughs> but that's not the way, that's not how we do things. And Arisha knows that we have a certain air, like a certain way to our humanity. And they're Mm -hmm. not going to punish us when we have these thoughts. I think what they want us is to kind of move ahead the best way that we can. And somebody who shall remain nameless told me long after I'm here, they're still going to be here. Mm-hmm. They're still going to be doing their work with other essences and other people and other things. So I should just kind of focus on what I need to do and try to get better. So mm-hmm. don't fear them. You come to them in the beginning with, let's see, I wrote that. Curiosity and sincerity. A healthy curiosity and sincerity. And with the hopefulness. Because this, a lot of you are coming in from different traditions as well. This is a different shift. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know what I'm going to say when people ask me if I have faith in the Orishas. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> They're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Because I know they can. Because they already mm-hmm. have. I'm living proof. I'm standing here. When there could have been many situations that I am not alive anymore, but I'm still here. So are you. So is is Greg. So are you, listener, and your family, and your friends, and the people. They're they're still affecting our lives, even though you don't quite believe just yet. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. I I don't know what else to say. You start hoping. But you got to put in the work Mm -hmm. so that you could get to knowing. And you have to be open. But you're going to see some stuff. And some stuff I've spoken to other people. I know I have my experiences. I mean, he just shared his on what happened in a span of a month. Dude had a new job. Broke off from his crazy boss, new home, brand mm-hmm. new degree and everything. Like, that is crazy. But remember, he had to put in the work. It doesn't mm-hmm. just fall on your lap. And I think that that's a mistake in the word faith. Yeah. yeah. What you got on that? Because I, I just, I heard your brain go, bing, bing, bing. It goes back to, again, in my interaction, I was sitting on the mat at the tambour um, that I gave for ya, and I got you came and sat down and talked to me. And this is, you know, now in 2019. So I've done, I've been in my new job for two years. And he says, you need something from me. And I'm sitting in my head like, <laughs> I make six figures, I have this, I, I don't need nothing, I'm good, you know. And then he looks at me 
And that look was telling, that look told my spirit, you better go ahead and think about something right now and stop acting like you're a fool. So I said, well, let me really think about this. But she just looked at me like, um, I just told you something and now you're just not going to do it. Uh-oh. And I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it. And I said, you know, Mr. Baba, I said, I need another job. <laughs> you know, you guys probably think he's crazy. He just, got, he just gave you something. But I said, he said a new job. And he looked at me like, you have a job. I said, I said but this job is taking a toll on me. And I had to explain it to him. I said, Bob, I said, when I leave to go to work, it's dark. I don't arrive there till the sun comes up. Mm-hmm. And then when I get off of work, the four-hour drive or whatever, when I, if I was driving back and forth, is when I get, get off work, it's light. But when I get home, the sun is no longer there. So I had to explain it to him differently. Mm-hmm. And then he looked at me and he says, oh, I understand. And he tells me, that's not good for your body. So now I know he's really listening to me because in my head, you know, my thought process, I'm like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to explain this to him, but, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. But what he told me was, he said, I'm going to give you another job. He said, but it's not going to fall out to heaven like you think. He said, you got to do the work for it. Mm-hmm. And then he says, but it's not going to be right away. He says, it's going to come between your three months elbow and the time you finish your yaurahe. And I was like, okay. No problem. He says, it'll be good for you, though. And I said, okay, no problem. So my, my, my knowledge of the Arisha now, he told me when it was going to happen in between this time and this time. So I didn't run out the next day and try to apply for a lot of jobs because he's, it's not going to come to, you know, mm-hmm. to this, this period. So there's also having faith to not do the things that you're not supposed to do until the appointed time. Because Again, they said, you have to be open to hear. You heard what yes. he said, and he had a timing for you. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Could have... You could have started applying for jobs. Maybe mm-hmm. you would have landed in not the right one. So you exactly. have to be open when things are happening around you. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. I waited. I waited. I waited. Mm-hmm. And then after the, the time you know came, then I started to apply. Then, of course, Oya says, hey, something coming in when you and I didn't tell anybody this but so when you interview for that for this um, new position I want to be in front of you oh yeah says she wants to be in front of you when you're interviewing oh yeah is over change and she wants to be in front of you when you're interviewing for a change of position oh that sounds like right to me mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know and I just follow I do what they say I don't question because they've already shown me they're going to do what they need to do to take care of me and, and make sure that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. So for, there's no question for me into what I need to do because they've shown me. And I tell people this all the time. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm telling you. Everybody has their own destiny. Everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own struggles. Everybody has their own purpose. It's okay. It's good to see what other people have. And say, oh, I think I want something like that. But I said this in my podcast. Yes, I have nice things. Don't aspire to have the things that I have. Aspire to have better. I'm or, just apply to, or, or aspire to get what you really want to get. It may not be what, what you want, what you have. This is just an example of what you could have. Maybe this was my shooting for the stars and this is where I landed. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Now you know where I landed. You can shoot for those, for further than those stars. Mm-hmm. You can do better. 
You don't have to want what somebody else has because what is for you is for you. What is for somebody else is for somebody else. Agreed. So if I see somebody driving something, I'm not going to get mad because they have that. I don't. I'm going to celebrate them. I'm going to pop them. I'm going to be a cheerleader for them because they're getting what they're supposed to have. Because guess what? I may not, I may not supposed to drive a BMW, whatever series, because it may be the one that I get in a car wreck with and die. Correct. But I mean, I'm supposed to be in, and I'm just trusting that everything within my life right now, currently, as it stands today, is where it's supposed to be. So basically, you have just given yourself, actually, you've given us your advice from going to knowing, because we're already done with faith. Mm -hmm. So basically, you have to know that there's a destiny you have, your job, everybody's job, my job, your job, everybody who's listening's job. Even doing podcasts. together. Look at that. Is to do your job to get to your destiny. That is your job. Your job is to become a doctor. My job is to do whatever it is I'm going to do. Listener's job is, you know, all our, our brothers and sisters to do what they need to do and have that mm -hmm. knowing I'm working towards everything. If I work, I will get to where I need to be. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a note here for Aborishas and priests. You already have seen Orisha's power. If you mm -hmm. are still teetering between faith and knowing, this is something you have to work on. Mm -hmm. If you have elekes or anything on you, and you're still uh, not quite there, that's your job to work on that. I promise you, Orisha will meet you halfway. Indeed, they will. They will meet you because they'll see your effort. They'll see your effort. Now, I want to focus on the newbies. We've already gone through, you got to go in and connect your own dots. What mm -hmm. advice do you give for the brand newbies, newbies, the alejos? How to get, because remember what you said, faith is the vehicle that gets you into knowing. Mm -hmm. But that's not your destination. But you're like, man, I don't know how to drive this car called faith. Mm -hmm. What advice do you give them? Because they won't be in knowing just yet, but they'll see it. Mm -hmm. What advice? Have faith to know that you are where you're supposed to be right now. And when the time comes for you, everything that you need will line up and start to become in place. Don't have a hunger so much that that noise of the hunger crowds out the intellect and the thought process of doing things the right way. Because sometimes we want to push, push, push for something so much that even though there's red flags in front of us, we silence the red flags because we want the end result so much. And then we get ourselves in a bad situation because we push, 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 despite the caution signs, despite the red lights, despite the, the road closure signs. We wanted it so much that we did not heed the advices. We did not heed the warning. We wanted it in spite of all. And we got it the wrong way got it too early or got it this way take your time learn what you can learn from those that you can learn from take your time if you're thinking about a godparent 
take your time and look at how this person interacts with the people in the e-lay. Oh, my God. Yes to that. If you don't see them treating the people correctly, or if you, you know, it's, it's easy when I make a phone call to my godfather, that he picks it up. I know he does. Right? But if you call and they're too busy to talk to you now, oh, but I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to go and be And then you get frustrated because they don't have the time to pick it up when you call after you're in the... That's not their fault. That's your fault. They showed you who they were. And you said it was okay because you still move forward with it. Yeah. We're not blaming the victim. Yes. We have to take responsibility for our own actions. But do things in the right timing. Great. Take your time. Find the right person because I tell you, I know... Not from my personal experience, but I know from friends that are here. When you rush the process and when you don't do your due diligence and you turn a blind eye to certain things, the very things that you turn the blind eye to are they're going to be the things that are going to be at your demise, the things that you're not going to be able to overcome or forgive when it happens to you. It's okay when you see it with somebody else, oh, but they won't do it to me. And then when it's done to you, because they've already shown you who they are, now you're, 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 you're hurt. Your feelings are hurt. Your, your emotions and you're ready to leave and you're ready to do this, that, and the other. And you give up that relationship with that Arisha that you went to the foot of to get into that Elay because the behavior of that godparent who already showed you who they were from the beginning. That was way deep. I'm sorry. I went there. No, no, no. I'm, you know, <laughs> what I got is when you go to, so I'm, I'm going to kind of just reiterate to see if I understood what you said. Because this advice is key for the brand new people, okay? When you're coming in, you're coming in, hopefully. We know that. Orisha knows that. Come on, they know that, okay? Mm -hmm. Your eggons know that. What I heard you say is that you have to do your due diligence. And you have to understand that timing is important. Mm -hmm. If you're too eager... You might rush your process. Yes. And if you rush your process, you might jump in with the wrong husband, the wrong wife, the wrong job, the wrong ile, right? The Mm -hmm. wrong spiritual house. And if you just would have waited, they would have shown you everything that you needed to see to make a wise decision. But you Mm -hmm. jumped. And I agree with this. I agree with this statement. And it may seem as though you're not moving anywhere, but when you are taking the time to really learn and say, okay, we got to go from faith, right, to this knowing thing that they're talking about. Because, you know, Mileti's crazy now because she doesn't have faith in them. You know, and then this dude is talking about that. I got away from my timing, but I've been waiting for Arisha for a year and nothing has happened. Right. Mm-hmm. If you do those kinds of things, I like them. I'd say, "Ooh, this is so good. I can't, I can't, I just totally can't help myself. And I'm going to bring her two by one, by by one. Yeah. I say, I say, I say. And they both are going to suck. Let's see what he's going to do. <laughs> And he'll mess with you because, right, right? And then you'll be like, well, it's Arisha's fault. I ended up in the wrong house. No, you weren't patient. 
You didn't even know what lineage you wanted to be in. You really didn't have faith that Arisha and Egun were working their magic in the spiritual realm for your best interest. Mm-hmm. I said this. I, I literally said this 30 minutes before this, this recording. You did. <laughs> I did. We must be I in said sync. Sometimes, I said sometimes Elegua might, might show you a path that's riddled with gold and and this, that, and the other, yeah. and you think, oh, I'm going yep. to choose this, but you forgot that they already told you something else before. Yes. And so he just said, oh, I'm just going to give you a choice. Listen to what I told you before, or take this one. And if you take it and you find out it's not even gold, it's gold-plated, or it's full of gold, yeah. and it's crappy, and it's, and it's, it's, yeah, because we didn't listen. I think that the topic of faith is something that we could probably be on this podcast for hours and still not even begin to unpack it. Yeah. But I do want to thank you for that episode. As a 46-year-old woman, you've changed my point of view and approach on faith and what I thought faith was including faith in Arisha. Thank you. My approach to them in prayer has changed. It's not that I go demanding. I never said that. Mm-hmm. But I go knowing this is my issue. A happened, B happened, C happened, and subtitles of C happened the next day. I am bringing this to your hands. Um, if this gets serious, I understand I'm going to get a reading. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about just prayer. I know you got this because then by the time you go to that reading, they've already heard you. They know what's going on. And I've always heard that a reach is not there next to you all the seconds of the day. Yeah. My yeah's busy ruling the waters of the earth. So yeah's busy making sure that, you know, everybody's breathing. Sometimes you have to be vocal and to let them know what's going on. This mm-hmm. topic of faith has changed how I feel on my approach to Arisha and to Egu. I've seen what they can do. I've seen them. I've felt it in my own life. You know? And mm-hmm. I didn't think I was worthy of anything at one point. But they thought mm-hmm. different. Yeah. When I didn't even think myself worthy of anything. And so... For that, I say Maferefungegung and Maferefungorisha. As rough as things are, I'm still going through what I'm going through. I am still very grateful. I think the one thing that we forgot, but we can quickly touch on, mm-hmm. we can't go to Orisha or remember the Lady of the Lamps. We can't mm-hmm. go to anybody without having gratitude for this that we have been given. Yes. And... This is why we are sharing our stories because we are human and mm-hmm. we have fallacies and we're going to mess up. I was going to say bad word. We're not going to say bad word. <laughs> we're going to mess up big. But Arisha knows that. So we mm-hmm. need this as a reminder of all the blessings that we have had in the past. To keep us as well, knowing, but humble. Mm-hmm. We can't just go, hey, yeah, yeah, my, yeah, you got this, girl. 
I would never approach Arisha that way, by the way. I know people who do, and they think it's okay. I, 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 I mean, if that's your thing, that's okay, but it's not mine. <laughs> yeah, I cringe when I hear yeah, that. Yeah, okay, but you've heard it, right? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like that's my girl, or yeah, and I'm like, oh, God. But I don't get involved. However, <laughs> you don't go to them demanding, but you come humbly. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to do work. I need a new job. I need... Um, a change in my child's life. I don't know. I need a new living situation. I need a better relationship with my spouse. I need whatever it is. These are the reasons why I feel I need that. I'm willing to do this or show me what I need to do. You may not know what you need either. Mm-hmm. You may not know I, I need a better job. Show me. I, I have no idea where to start. Be honest. But I also want to thank you for the house that I have, for the job that I have, for the children, for the this, for the that. I know you've helped me to keep it together. And I am grateful. I just want to better my situation in this area. It's very Mm -hmm. different approach. Then please, oh, please hear my prayer. Art thou, oh, Lord, lady of the (laughs) lambs, hear my prayer. And if it's in your will, please grant me. I even say, I tell people all the time, I say, I know what a mess I've made of my own life with my own decisions. That's a no. Because it was not a good thing. I had messed up here, I messed up there. I already know what damage I can do. Mm-hmm. But I also know the goodness that they could bring out of my mistakes and out of my disaster. Yes. And I've also learned I'm not going to apply human limitations to spiritual deities. Oh, my God. I should quote that. Because <laughs> we, as humans, we have our limitations. We can Agreed. only go so We can only do this. But when we apply those deficiencies that is found in being human, we tend to become to limit or not even think or not even expect to see the power of the Orisha. But remember, before we came on this earthly plane, we were spirits. We've forgotten our way coming here. Okay. And this is our journey to find our way back to that which we came from. So understand we have all the power that we need. We just have to remember that we have it. I love that. I love that. I think that when we're thinking about faith, maybe, Maybe faith to knowing is that journey to remind us of the power that we already have. Oh, my God. We should put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> that would be lovely. I think you, this, and we didn't even talk about, I think this is perfect. Faith is doing your due diligence to remember the power that you inherently already have. That's amazing. And that just kind of blew my mind. And now I have to look at notes because I have no idea what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Please never apologize for that. That was freaking awesome. And I think if there's anything, I want this, not me, we, Dr. Greg and I have been chatting about this episode. We really want this episode to be mind-blowing. Because we realize that this topic really is untapped. 
It's not explained. Everybody will explain to you, yeah, Elek Balray likes, you know, red and black, and he likes the colors, and, you know, he likes the number three, and he likes crossroads. But they don't talk about the essence of our traditions. And, oh, my God, I just feel that this is just amazing. That's moving from, from 101 to 201, 301, 401 course level. Yeah, because we're, we're not just trying to get to know Arisha's. We're trying to get to know the power that we come with within ourselves so that we can work with these entities and these energies that are already here. We have a power. They have a power combined. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we just haven't tapped into our own stuff. We're busy thinking that we are so powerless. And that's Mm -hmm. why I said... Your episode screwed me up because I was going there. Yes, I was humble, but in question mark. And what you just said, just it just totally, that's it, man. <laughs> this is what I need to get the drop the mic sound to. <laughs> it's amazing. If there's any advice now that we can give to any Alejo, Aborisha, priest, human, breathing, anybody who understands what we are saying. Please repeat that if you remember it, because that was awesome. Um, about applying the, the, the humanity to, to the spirit? Yeah, because you come with a power. Oh, so yeah, we were, so before we came to the earthly realm, we were spirit, right? Whether you call the spirit soul, whatever the case may be. You made a transition from heaven to earth through the birthing process. And we forgot a lot of the stuff that we came with because of that traumatic experience. But also remember that life right now is your journey to get you back to that powerful spirit and the knowledge and everything that you had when you came here with. And the Rishas are walking with us to show us that way so we can find that path, find that destiny, and land at that destiny. We're not so helpless. No, not. We didn't get, that's a good thing. God didn't just leave us here just on our own accord. And I think that us. this is what changes now my approach. Because this is a call out to whoever's going through a tough time or has gone through a tough time. You think that no one is there and you think you're by yourself. You're not. But you have to and know would, that you're not. They will tell you that too. They will tell you that at your lowest point. Hey, I hear you. Yeah. And this journey from faith to knowing, it can take a minute. It can hit you like it hit me in the car that now I didn't understand the words that were coming out of this podcast. <laughs> and then I had to call him all freaked out because I had no idea what had hell just happened. <laughs> it could take a lifetime. But maybe that is your destiny to finally know your own power and then maybe you'll be ready for another cycle on earth. I think that this episode was a labor of love and more love. And I hope that all of you have gotten something out of it because I know I did. (laughs) I have a (laughs) notebook full now of stuff from this discussion 
And I hope you take these examples that we have given and listen to them. But when you're listening to them, remember what he said, his life is his life. You got to look at things, how they were applied from your life. They're probably miracles that you've never even acknowledged in your life. Mm-hmm. There are people in your life right now that if anything was to happen to you, they would have your back. They would be that grandma who no matter what, she had your back. Even if your parents were jerks and were not around, there was that aunt, there was that uncle, there was mm-hmm. that older brother. He has shown his power to you. You just didn't know it was him. And wow. he's so humble that he's like, hey, I was there in your life. Ha ha. See, I had an elder. They don't do that. They just provide. And I think that maybe if we become less, you know, I don't think the word is selfish because I don't think selfish is a bad word. We can get into that. That's another conversation. But um, like me, 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 and it's only me. That's not that great either. And if we want to have a road from faith to knowing is knowing that you are a multifaceted person who has come here to do one, 10, 20 things, big things, because they'll be big for you and only you can make them. You have to know and maybe start out with the faith and that's it. Leave that truck behind because you already know your ancestors got your back. Your Orishas got your back. Your brothers, your sisters, the people who are there, they have your back. And we all kind of get together and go on this journey together without uncertainty. It may not turn out the way you wanted, but it's going to turn out for the best if you listen to the advice, patience, and be open, right? That's what you said. You have to be open. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So we are getting close. Actually, we've 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 been done with our questions, but I've absolutely enjoyed this. Do you have any other words to say before we go into how I like to end these podcasts? I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you to you. And know that you have always been and will forever be my shiro. <laughs> and um, know that I love you. Love I you, love you. Back. Love and you I will do anything in the sheer nature of what I can do to be there for you, assist you in any way that I can. And I'm just so thankful to you. And I'm thankful to your listeners that support you continually. May you guys be blessed, blessed, and more blessed. Well, you're so welcome, but you know, we're here because of your episode and you, you know, blessing my life. We could do this all day long, by the way, we could argue. (laughs) I would like to ask you a question just for fun. I asked you this before, but I know that it's probably changed. If there was a vision on how the world would be, what would that look like for you? Any context you like. <laughs> how the world would be. Well, I know last time I think I said everybody has a child of <laughs> But I've come to realize. We can't do that, honey. No, no, no. <laughs> I've come to realize that you get paired up with that which you need. And I understand even more today than before that this is this pairing was something that I needed because I didn't I didn't care for myself and I was I've been taught how to care for myself and love myself. So if I had a vision for the world, 
with that would be that everyone knew their purpose and everyone knew that they were part of this puzzle and we were all intricately connected in some way, some shape, some how. We don't need to know about how it is, but that everyone is important and everyone has a purpose and you're doing what you're doing because you're supposed to be doing what you're doing. But always understand that there's always more and there's always another corner to turn. There's always another understanding to gain and we can continue to grow as long as we have breath in our body. That's amazing. Yeah, that's totally amazing. Where can folks find you? Now, I've already said you have a podcast, which is amazing. It's called Lessons in the Key of Life. And you'll see him with a picture leaning on a wall, looking all smiley. That's him. (laughs) And then it says hosted by G. Wayne. That's him. Please subscribe to that podcast. It is not necessarily religious, but it is extremely relatable and it goes into many aspects of getting better, mm-hmm. getting better in aspects of your life. So I've already said that one. Where else can folks find you? I'm on Instagram at dr. G. Wayne. And then I'm on Facebook at The Real Dr. G. Wayne. And I do have my website up. Ooh. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, yay. That, that's really good. Thank you. Giving kudos to my um, my web designer. Um, but that is gwaynejackson.com. So gwaynejackson.com. That's there. Um, and I'll be having more stuff coming out as, as we go. That's going to be the first place that's going to get put. And then you'll be my second place. So I have to definitely tell you. But thank you so much for you guys' support. And I really appreciate the opportunity to even have a voice at this table. It's just amazing. You'll always have a voice in our table at the Orisha Wisdom Community. So don't even fret. We got you. (laughs) I will definitely also be posting this into the show notes. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You have reached the end of this episode. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash the number seven, eight. And you will be able to go to the notes as well. I jotted down his new site because I did not have that yet, but got it now. And you will also be linked to his podcast because it's so dang amazing. And y'all better listen. I know I know how many downloads there are. So I hope you guys will support him. It is amazing. And I really, I really learned a lot from conversations with G. Wayne. And I've learned a lot from his point of view on themes of getting better. This episode was brought to you by your Risha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Now, a little voice told me that there was an issue with the quiz link, whatever, whatever. We've gotten that fixed. Take this quiz to find out what is your journey type and get ready to learn and enjoy your spiritual journey. Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and that's O-M-I-L-E-T-I and take the quiz. Now, 
Remember that we still are looking for the founding members for your virtual ELE. We're looking for just 27 of them. As a founding member, you will have a say on how this community is built. There will be a monthly community times where you'll be able to join in and learn. This is a very different space because we're going to learn on one particular thing, talk about it, and you don't have to be worried that you're going to say the wrong thing and people are going to eat you as it tends to happen on line. There, I'm still doing the whole Orisha swag thing. So there's merch with, I don't know, Bobatala, Wagung, Oshung, and all of them. And a couple more are created. I just counted. I think I have like nine pillows and I'm going to be turning them into artwork. So I will see what it is that you guys want. Make sure you go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and take a look. If you have found value in what I do and the content that I create, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti. I know it has Iya because I couldn't change it, but go in there and you will have access to the podcasts before they are published and other perks. We have exclusive contents. We have had calls. We have had other things that are going on, including some giveaways. We actually did have one of those. Only if you're able to, and if you want to come and support the Orisha Wisdom podcast, I can't wait to see you there. I thank you in advance for your support as it truly does help to keep this podcast going. If you like this episode, share it. That is one of the best ways. Share, 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 share it in your social medias. Share it with your friends. If you know somebody who needs this information, share it. Send it to him or her. And I would also be so grateful if you have a few minutes to hop on over to iTunes or to your, where you hear your podcast to give us a review. I read each and every one of them and it gives us the fuel to keep going and creating more content for your spiritual journeys. Those five minutes that you take are so important to me and they mean like the world. If you're on YouTube, you know the drill. Like the episode, subscribe, and click on the little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video to upload. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. We have some topics that are coming up and it has to deal with, hmm, How to recognize what to do when somebody speaks to you and you know or you kind of have an inkling that they're not the priest that they say they are? And how should priests handle that? Yeah, that's coming soon. And also, we have to control. We have to have a certain type of control and we have to set our ores right. How do we do that? What is it that we need to do? So, and of course, we're going to be tackling some of your ask a priest questions. I can't wait. Again, I would like to thank Dr. G. Wayne Jackson for stopping by and dropping so many awesomeness awesomeness to our podcast. Information will be left on the show notes so that you are able to also track him down and give him all the kudos and the love that he absolutely deserves. He's worked very hard for it and we are so grateful for his time. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! 
Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.